Hi, no one wins alone. We need people around us to inspire, connect and support us. So we network a lot and we should because you never know who knows someone, who knows someone, who knows someone, right? But why are you overwhelmed by networking? You go from one meeting to another and can't even catch up anymore because there are so many of them, right? And still, you are not getting any referrals from your network. So in this episode today, we will dive into that. And by the end, you will be well equipped with concrete steps to take. I do believe you enjoy that. Hi, it's Marilise and Laura. We created this podcast for you, a business owner and a marketer who wants to be connected, supported and inspired. Because no one wins alone. Thanks for being here and let's get started. Hello, hello, dear listeners. I am thrilled today to have a guest who has been a thought leader in business networking and professional relationships since 1997 and helps businesses connect to the people, information and opportunities that drive success. The one and only Frank Agen. Welcome, Frank. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. We are very grateful for you. So for those who don't know you, please tell us briefly, what is it that you do today and who you are helping? Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Again, like you said, my name is Frank Egg, and I run an organization called AmSpirit Business Connections, which is short for American Spirit. And what we do is we help entrepreneurs, sales reps, and professionals get more referrals from their relationships. Um, and we do this by it's a it's a membership based organization, um, and they come together for a weekly meeting. They learn about each other, and through the process. They learn how to exchange referrals with each other. Mm -hmm. And today we will also talk about referrals, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I want to start with um, with uh, with the idea that networking can serve multiple purposes for business, right? It helps yeah. you expand your reach, your influence. Of course, increase visibility and uh, and create those potential uh, partners. Why should somebody network? Could you please add or or share your thoughts around this? Networking is just a networking is just a term for building relationships. Mm -hmm. So why should we network? You know, there have been studies done. Uh, was studied done at Harvard. It was it was a, a lot done over years and years. Um, but loneliness is loneliness is worse for your health than smoking. Mm. Um, we need people in our lives. I'm married. Mm -hmm. You're married. You you know we enjoy to be with our spouse. We enjoy being with our our kids. You know um, you enjoy being with your friends. You you we enjoy having people around. And if it's not good for us not to have good pe not to have people around. So that's really kind of the basics of why having people in your life matter. Um, the notion of business networking really kind of stems over into, you know, taking the, that that same notion that 
we need to have people in our lives um, and extending it to commercial enterprise. And, you know, you, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're ongoing same saying, you know, no one, no one gets there alone. No one does it alone. Mm -hmm. Right. And we need people. We need, you know, I don't, mm -hmm. you understand marketing better than I understand marketing. And, you know, it kind of goes back to, there were people who were good fisher, you know, they were good at fishing and other people were good at hunting. And it just made sense that rather than everybody try to fish and do everything, that if you're really good at fishing, you go fishing and I'll go hunting and you're really good at making boats. So that's what I'll do. And, you know, and and so what networking really is, is just us in a very not unorganized way, but in a very informal way, organizing our talents. Um, mm -hmm. And really making the world a better place because we, you know, if I had to do everything right, if I had to um, tend to a cow and milk the cow so I would have milk, you know, if I had to do all those things, we wouldn't move forward very much. But by us all kind of coming together and informally sharing our talents, um, we just have been able, we, we've put people on the moon for God's sakes, right? And it's just, it's that, it's that same concept. I love how you put that. And uh, I agree 100%. No one wins alone. And uh, the comparison with the, you know, how we used to network like 100 years ago, it's, uh, it's pretty much the same. I love that. <laughs> Thank you for that. It is, yeah. <laughs> but today we promised to talk about um, getting referrals or why we are not getting those, right? So we, we do a lot of networking as you know, business owners. I know you do, I do. And uh, I see many people going from one meeting to another, you know, they are very busy with, uh, with networking, but um, they can't even, you know, catch up anymore because there are, there are so many people, you know, they should yeah. uh, get, catch up with. And, and still, they are not happy because they feel like, you know, uh, they're not getting any referrals from uh, the network. So what do you think is the like the most significant mistake people make here? Well, I don't, well, I don't know if there's a most significant thing. I tell people mm -hmm. and, and, you know, my organization has hundreds of people. I have over the years dealt with thousands of people and I get the question quite often, you know, why am I not getting referrals or people just mm -hmm. complaining they're not getting referrals. And when I start mm -hmm. to engage people, and, I've, and again, I've talked to lots of people about this. I've started to, started to notice that it really comes down to three reasons and only three reasons why people don't get referrals. Uh, okay. One, and we can certainly expand on all of these. I'll just go through mm -hmm. them real quickly. One, they don't have a relationship. Mm. Two is that they have a relationship, but they haven't done a good job creating recognition in people's minds as to how to spot a referral. And then the third reason there's a breakdown is, is that people like them, people want to help them, people recognize opportunities for them. But when they mm -hmm. see those opportunities, they don't really know what to say. So it's always one of those three reasons or, you know, falling under those headings. Um, and there's certainly lots of little things within those. But those are the three reasons why people don't get referrals. Okay, but I love the first one, don't have relationship. What do you mean by that? Well, I'll give you an example. I was talking with, a, working with a, somebody um, 
struggling to get referrals. You know, he's like, I don't get it. You know, I have 5,000 LinkedIn contacts. I post things up, um, you know, I, and, and I never get any business. It's like, well, people don't know you. It's just mm -hmm. a post, you know, but yeah, I've got, they do. I've got 5,000 connections. They don't know you. Um, and so we do business and this is, you know, this is very, um, very basic, I guess. We do business with those we know, we like, we trust. Mm -hmm. All agree. be all things being equal, we do business with people we know, like, and trust. Um, even when things are unequal, we'll do business with people we know, like, and trust. I pay more for, like, insurance because I trust the person. I know I could get a better price, but I don't know that I could get a relationship that goes with it. So people need to know us um, before, you know, obviously if they don't know us, they're not, you know, we're, we're not on their radar at all, mm -hmm. but then they need to like us as well. And we don't go out of our way to help the people we don't like. I mean, think of, you know, think of people that, you know, and it's not even people we don't, we, we, we dislike people we're indifferent to. I mean, you're married, got a husband you're going to go to great lengths to serve that relationship, right? That's just, mm -hmm. that's how we, mm -hmm. that's how we as humans are. Um, and so even outside of a marital relationship, we serve the people that we like. I mean, there's people in my world that I just, you know, I want to help them. My kids, mm -hmm. I want to help them. So we have to like them. Um, and so if people don't like us, they're not going to refer us. And then the third thing is, is they've got to trust us. And it's entirely possible that there are people out there, they're known and they're liked, but people don't necessarily trust them. And I always tell people there's really two aspects to trust. One aspect of trust is they have to believe in your honesty. And then the second as aspect of trust is that they have to believe in your reliability or your capability. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. Let's say, let's say you need to uh, replace the front door at your house. And so there is a, a, a contractor or a craftsman or however you, you, you term it, um, that, that, you know, and you like, um, and you want to do business with them. And they say, yeah, you know what, we can replace this. I need, you know, 500 euros up front, $500, whatever. I need money up front to go buy the materials and then come back and put the door mm -hmm. in. Now, when you give them the $500, euros, whatever, um, you're trusting their honesty. You're trusting that they're going to go take that money and do what they say they're going to do mm -hmm. and, and bring it back. Uh, bring, and then you're also trusting their reliability that they, once they have the materials, they know what they're going to be doing. They're not mm -hmm. putting it in backwards or upside down, or it's going to have, you know, gaps in it to allow cold air in. Um, you know, so those, you know, those are the aspects of, of trust. And so before we refer somebody, we're going to have to have those same sorts of things. If I'm mm -hmm. sending somebody off to a client, um, well, you, I know you, I like you, I trust you. I introduce you to people because they know you will, you will treat them right. I know they'll come back to me and say, wow, that was a great connection, mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, that's, 
That's the relationship that we need to have. That's very good. I love that because we, every time we refer someone, uh, we kind of putting our own reputation on the table, right? So we don't want to ruin that. (laughs) Well, what we're doing is we're lending them a little bit of trust. Mm -hmm. You're saying, Mm -hmm. Hey, here's, you know, here's Terry Bean, somebody we both know. Here's Terry Mm -hmm. Bean. I vouch for him. I'm giving him a little bit. You trust me. I'm giving you a little bit of that trust here to to work with him. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're really just kind of lending some trust. Love that. And warm greetings to Terry Bean. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. He's probably still in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but... uh... Uh, he can listen to our podcast later on. And... Yeah. <laughs> okay. So moving on to the second, uh, you know, mistake or or let's say the reason why we are not getting referrals. Well, the second reason is is that you fail to create recognition in people's minds. Um, fail to educate them on how to recognize opportunities. Mm-hmm. And Marilise, this is the biggest. This is huge because we're really good as humans in creating relationships. I mean, you and I might not align politically or, you know, religious or ideology or, you know, you know, what's a what's a good pizza or, you know, whatever. There's a lot of things we would, you know, but we would still be we, we can still be friendly about lots mm-hmm. of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and get to know, like and trust one another. I, you know, I like to use my parents as an example. I. I like to think my parents loved me, right? They cared for me. They made sure I was, you know, mm-hmm. my, my father's mm-hmm. still alive. My mom has passed. You know, they, you know, made sure I got through school. I went to college. You know, they helped me. In, in, in many ways, they helped me. Um, so I truly believe that my parents loved me. Mm-hmm. So they knew me. They liked me. They trusted me. I never got a referral from my parents. Never. You know why? Because Why? I never explained to my parents what a good referral would be for me. And and, and I'm not complaining because I, mm-hmm. you know, that's my relationship with my parents. It was never really business related. Mm-hmm. But I use that I use that as an example to underscore that there are people in our lives that really know us, they really like us, they really trust us, they really would love to help us if they could. But if they don't know how to recognize opportunities, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're not gonna get a referral. And I see so many people in networking, certainly in my own organization, that have great relationships with people and they don't get referrals because people aren't able to recognize opportunities for them. People use jargon. Um, people, people, people are so close. I, I, I pick on realtors a lot, um, people who help people buy and sell houses. They're so close to what they do. They assume that everybody knows mm-hmm. the jargon. Everybody knows the terminology. And so they become prone. Well, many people become prone to anybody's a good referral for me. You know what I do. I used to, pra- I used to be an attorney in the United States. And I just assumed everybody knew what attorneys did. I spent three years in law school. I studied the law. I, I practiced it all the time. I just figured everybody knew what it was. I spent 16 hours a day thinking about it. And most people don't even spend 16 seconds a day. So mm-hmm. when I would go to people and I would say, you know, well, I'm an attorney, send me referrals for people who need attorneys. 
I would get nothing because they wouldn't know how to recognize a referral. It would it would be like Teflon. Teflon mm-hmm. would just slip in one ear and out the other. But what I started to learn is, is that I needed to paint a picture for them. And there's lots of tricks to create recognition. But there, I would have to paint a picture for them as to what I meant. So rather than saying, you know, anybody who needs an attorney could be a good referral for me. What I would start to say were things like, if you know of somebody who's going to be renting commercial office space, that could be a good referral. There's a lease involved. It's a legal document. It's about an inch thick, and it's filled with words that nobody understands other than the person who read it and me. You know, and so mm-hmm. when I would say things like that and be rather specific in uh, in somewhat of a colorful way, those statements become what I call Velcro in people's minds. They stick. So all mm-hmm. of a sudden, when somebody's you know and one of my referral partners might be talking to people all the time and not thinking of me, even though there's probably dozens and dozens of legal issues. But the second somebody says, yeah, I'm looking to rent some office space, bells go off in their head and they're like, oh, you know, Frank just said, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I recognize that could be an opportunity for Frank. And so I, what I find is that's really the big stumbling block for people to get referrals is they don't they don't do a good job trying to create that recognition. And I tell people, it's your job. If you're looking for referrals, it's your responsibility to get the people around you to understand what it means. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not their responsibility to learn all about you. I mean, stop mm-hmm. and think about yourself. You're very busy doing all the marketing things that you do, and you know it backwards and forwards. You're not going to stop your day to figure out, okay, I wonder what an attorney does. You're not going to do that, you know, because you're busy with your stuff. And so people get lazy in talking about, you know, they go, you were mentioned, they go to lots of events. You know, I'm mm-hmm. an attorney. Send me everybody who you know who needs an attorney. Um, well, first of all, they might not have relationships, but even if they do, the people don't know and might be having lunch later that day with somebody who would be a great client, mm-hmm. but they fail to recognize mm-hmm. there's an opportunity there. I can see that in marketing, there's a term. If you're trying to market to everyone, you end up, you, know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you end up with marketing to, to no one and no one really understands what is it that you do. And I can see why that is the hardest because it's, we tend to be very complicated, you know, when we explain what we do and it's hard to do that in one sentence and very, you know, focused and uh, have a lot of clarity around this because we feel like maybe we lose some, you know, business if we don't talk about everything we do. And the other thing I see happening in those networking events is that you maybe have just I don't know, two or three or maybe five minutes in some breakout room or, you know, during some meeting. But it's not enough to actually get to know each other, right? No. No, it's not. And that's, mm -hmm. but that's the whole notion of building a relationship. You Mm -hmm. know, we build a relationship. I mean, how many times have you and I spoke? A dozen, maybe? A lot. Even more. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a Mm relationship. We email, you know, we communicate. Mm -hmm. That's a relationship. And that's what people need to understand when I'm talking about referrals and people who know us, like us, and trust us. 
These are people that you have an ongoing interaction with. And mm -hmm. so I tell people with the people you have an ongoing interaction with, not the person you meet once, because chances are they're not going to they're not going to refer you. But the mm -hmm. people you have an ongoing relationship with, you need to look at how you talk about your business as if it were an ice cream shop. Right now, if you had an ice cream shop, you wouldn't just serve vanilla. Right. Mm -hmm. You would you would serve lots of different flavors. You know, and so as you talk about your business, you need to think about it the same way. I'm not just going to have that vanilla statement that is going to try and fit everything. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have some mint chocolate chip. I'm going to have some rum raisin. I'm going to have whatever. Um, I don't know what the favorite flavor is. Chocolate. Coconut. coconut for me. Okay. Uh, all right. There you go. <laughs> I'm not a fan of coconut. But anyhow, so um, but but we all have different, you know, we. And, mm -hmm. and so the, and then people will say, well, I don't if I'm at an event, I don't know what to say. I might if I say <clears throat> if I say coconut and they're really looking for chocolate, then I've missed an opportunity. And it's like, well, you mm -hmm. have to kind of read the room, you know. Mm -hmm. So for you as a marketer looking to get referrals, let's say you're talking to you're <clears throat> giving a presentation or, or have people who are there are a lot of coaches and consultants. Mm -hmm. Your message to them is going to be geared towards that that setting. Read the room, like who's here? Mm -hmm. I know who I'm talking to. Um, and if it's dealing with a lot of corporate people and maybe it's manufacturers where there's actually a product, you're gonna have a different way of talking about what it is. Mm -hmm. And I of think course. so often people mm -hmm. get caught up in this, I gotta have a great 30 second commercial. I got to have this great 30 second commercial. It just rolls off their tongues. And what I tell people is you're better off to have a couple dozen mediocre commercials that you know when to use them, right? It's kind of like cooking. You, you know, there are certain times you need a knife and there's certain times you need a spatula or a spoon. You just need to kind of know, you know, what tool you're going to use. Mm -hmm. um, so don't stop and worry about having this great one commercial have several that you use i love that read the room I read the room so what i also see i don't know if you agree with that but if i go to those virtual networking events i have a feeling that oftentimes people are i'm trying to find how to put it like fishing you know they just try it out and they are not actually taking time to to, to build those relationships. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. uh, you know, and and what they're saying in their mind is, I you know, I might tell them, you might tell them, hey, listen, you need to really, you know, rather than meeting lots of people, do more with less people, build a relationship okay. with less mm -hmm. people, come away with just five new contacts. Even one new contact is plenty, mm -hmm. not 50. Um, less is more. Less yeah, is more. Yeah, mm -hmm. less is more. And um, and if you, you know, and so you tell people that and they're like, yeah, 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 I get it. I understand. I understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to try it my way because my, you know. Exactly. This is what I see. Oftentimes yeah. I'm like, okay, It'll, do you. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Good luck, you know. Yeah, I I agree that less is more, and uh, it's more about uh, quality, not about the quantity. 
otherwise you will be overwhelmed and you will be frustrated because yeah. you can't catch up with those people. So what is the third, um, let's say, mistake why we are not getting referrals? Yeah, no, it's a, um, thank you for keeping track. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we've built a relationship with people and, mm -hmm. and they really want to help us. And then we've mm -hmm. done a great job of educating them on how to recognize opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third thing is getting them to be able to talk about that with somebody. I'm going to share a quick story with you. you know, mm -hmm. Back when I was back when I was practicing law, um, I had a client, and this client had a security guard business. They would put actually armed security guards in you know in buildings or you know malls or you know whatever. It's just, mm -hmm. It was a business, mm -hmm. and um, at the same time, I knew a guy who was a business psychologist. And the business psychologist, his name was Jerry. He was a great guy. He was easily, he was easy to get to know. He was just somebody everybody liked. And you could just tell by the way he conducted himself, he was somebody you could trust. So I had a relationship with him, right? Mm -hmm. And he shared with me what I could be looking for to help him out. Um, when you see these things, it's a red flag. And I think I can help these business people. So anyhow, I'm working with this particular client of mine who's got an armed security guard business as, as an attorney. I was a business attorney and I was trying to help her move her business forward, mm -hmm. expand, and we we're going to do certain things. And what I noticed is, is that we would be doing things and before they would be executed, they would all come tumbling down. Right. I mean, imagine, a you know, a, a um, a, a child building with blocks and before it can get to a certain height, it just falls back down and they're starting over. It was, it was horribly frustrating because it's like, what is going on? And this mm -hmm. would happen a couple of times. And so at one point I went out to her place of business. Um, she was meeting at my office for the most part, but I went out to her office and I realized that her ex-husband, her ex-husband was an employee in the business walking mm -hmm. around the office, wearing a gun. It's a, not a big deal in the United States, but he's wearing a big gun, which here. is very intimidating. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's loaded. I don't want to find out, but it's very intimidating. Um, and in that moment, I knew, I recognized she needed help. There was something holding her back. He had a grip on her somehow or another. I'm not implying there was anything physical, any kind of physical violence mm -hmm. or, any, you know, it was just some sort of mental intimidation and she was trying to do things and he was not an owner. He was just an employee and he would, he would sabotage it just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. very informally, very just, mm -hmm. you know, through intimidation. And I knew there was an issue. So I had a relationship with Jerry and I recognized opportunities for Jerry, mm -hmm. but I didn't know how to talk to my client about it. Mm -hmm. recognition is in our heads, right? So when I recognize an opportunity for you, Marilise, it's like, okay, it's in my head. I need to take the next step and say, hey, what are you doing to do this marketing? That's the next mm -hmm. step. So what I did in this particular situation to finish, finish the story is I went to Jerry and I said, listen, I've got a client. I can't give you a lot of details because I have an attorney-client privilege, but this is what I notice. And I know there's a problem there. I don't know how to bring it up with her. 
I'm, I'm afraid for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid mm -hmm. I'm going to offend her. I'm afraid I'm going to hurt her. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I don't want to lose that's the very, client, that, but I want to help. That's very delicate. Someone. Yes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so he kind of coached me through, right? Air quotes. He coached me through mm -hmm. how to have that conversation with her. And it did. Took her to lunch and it worked great. Um, long story short, you know, sat with her, mentioned the problem. I said, you know, she said, yes, I know. I, you know, I know it's there. I can feel it. Thank you for noticing. Um, she cried a little bit and I just said, listen, I know a great guy. I think he can help you. And I connected them then, right? That was, you know. Um, and so within six months, the ex-husband was an ex-employee too. And business moved forward wonderfully for her because of that. Um, so that's the third piece, is being able mm -hmm. to understand how to talk to other people about about what they do. And we need to we need to empower people with that language. When mm. you see this, recognize me. When you hear this, recognize it could be a good opportunity for me. And what you need to do is bring it up in the conversation, um, and then connect the person. So using I'll, I'll just use you as an example. I know you. I like you. I trust you. Um, if I'm running across somebody who's starting a whole new you know, a whole new business, so maybe it's not even a whole new business, but they're struggling. They're struggling to um, get their name out, building mm -hmm. a consistent brand. Mm -hmm. And they're frustrated with it. I recognize that's an opportunity for you. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I want to make sure. <laughs> what I would say is I, I wouldn't jump right in and say, hey, you need to call my, talk to my friend Marlies. Right? What I would probably say is, are you working with anybody? No, I'm not. I figured I could kind of do it myself. You know, I'm not, so I'm not talking about, I'm just bringing it up in conversation. Or they might say, you know, I am, but I'm just horribly frustrated. You know, they just, they don't seem to have any fresh ideas. Um, or, you know, it, it might be, I, I don't even, sometimes when I have conversations, it might be, I don't even know that there's people out there that do this. Yeah. Somebody came to mm -hmm. me the other day and they're looking to sell their business. Hey, Frank, do you know somebody who might want to buy my business? I don't, but I know a guy who specializes in that. I don't even know those people existed, Frank. <laughs> well, here we go. I'm going to make the introduction. Um, so back to your situation is, it, you know, someone might say, I don't even know where to turn. You know, I, who? Because I don't he's what that person's saying, he or she is saying is, I don't have anybody I know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to make a mistake. And it's, that's a big mistake to head down the wrong path marketing wise, because not only do you spend the money with the professional, but if you go down the wrong path, you like lose twice. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I would say, listen, I trust this person. I've seen the work she's done. Uh, I know a lot of people that, that trust her. I trust her. I want to make the connection. So that's mm -hmm. the third piece is being able to have that conversation with others, you know, getting people to have knowing enough to have that conversation with others. And I'm not telling this person that I'm going to refer to you. Hey, I know everything about marketing because I don't. I just know enough to know that you know what you're doing with marketing and I'm comfortable referring you. So that's mm -hmm. the third mm -hmm. step in the equation. 
I love that, Frank. I really do. I think it's very valuable. And I, I already have a feeling that our listeners really appreciate that. So please tell us where people can now connect you online and find you. Because, of course, we put some links next to this podcast episode. But what yeah. is the best way to, to reach you? Um, you know, I, I show up where people need me. Uh, I have a website out there, frankagan.com, where you can get my email, you can get to my LinkedIn, you can get to my Facebook. And, and the reason I say that is there are people I deal with, they just love to communicate on LinkedIn. That's just their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm okay with that. To me, it's a little cumbersome. Things get lost. You know, I get a lot of messages. If I get, you know, ultimately, I like to communicate email. But starting at frankagan.com, you can decide how you want to reach out to me. Um, and I have a podcast. I talk about a lot of these things on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how would you wrap up our discussion here today? Because it's very, it is very specific to follow those uh, free like steps or, you know, to, to try to avoid those uh, mistakes. But how would you wrap it up to someone who who doesn't feel very comfortable and uh, they doesn't know where to start <laughs> with, you know, fixing ourselves? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah, again, I don't think relationships are a problem for most people. Most people mm-hmm. are good people. And the people who are idiots out there, they're just going to be idiots and going to have <laughs> and they'll have horrible relationships. It doesn't I can't help them. Um, but so I'm going to assume most people have good relation have good relationships. But the exercise I give in my organization is I what I tell people is don't tell me what you do, don't tell me you're a marketer, right? Tell me when you do it, and I'll give them a sheet of paper and I'll say I want you to, in not a lot of detail, but I want you to talk about, you know, why the people work with you, mm-hmm. you know. You have dozens of clients, Marilise. You have dozens, right? And every one of them comes to you for a different reason. Yeah, they all need help marketing and branding, but it mm-hmm. might be, but it's all for a different reason. Just like I'll use realtors, right? People buy houses because they, they want, they, they all buy a house because they want a house. But the reason they want a house is for lots of different reasons. Some because they just had a child and they need more space. Some because they want to be closer to a school. Some because they want to live out in the country. Some buy a new house because they want to move their mother-in-law in. You know, so there's mm-hmm. lots of reasons why people buy a house, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you need to talk to those things because that's, those are the things that create Velcro in people's minds. So I just mm-hmm. tell people, start writing a list of you know, not, not lots of detail, but it's just, okay, we're working with this marketing person because they have a product um, and this. We're working with this client because they're having trouble getting their, uh, getting their branding consistent, you know, and working this one because, you know, and then from that, you can create little messaging, little flavors for your ice cream shop that you can talk to others about. Mm-hmm. Love that. So before we finish, please inspire us as well. I know you have a song and a quote you want to share with us, right? Well, uh, my favorite song is, uh, it's called Empress of Light. It's, it's, it's all instrumental. Um, the, uh, the composer is, uh, Mutea 
Matea Pumala, he's actually a, a, a Finnish composer. Um, so, I right haven't across... heard about him. Say it again, please. The name. Or Matea Pumala. I'll I'll email Pumala. you with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Please do. Thank um, you. And quote. Um, I, I have a lot of I have a lot of sayings. Um, but I think the the appropriate one for here is is that. Uh, and it comes from the book, Three New People by Brian Miller. And what he says in there is that you have no idea what opportunity awaits you on the other side of the next connection. Mm. That is powerful, Frank. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, dear listeners, if uh, you have not been very active because you need to figure out how to network or how to feel confident, I suggest you to follow Frank because he is putting out valuable information and teaching you those beneficial tactics. And um, of course, you can also find his events inside our community. So we hope to keep this conversation ongoing there. Thank you, Frank, for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. No one wins alone. Be connected, supported and inspired inside the powerful marketers community. Find the link in the show notes.